0: Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Long Live Rock and Roll podcast. This is the second part of the classic rock discussion that we had, uh, myself and Felipe, featuring our friend and Jack J. Hutchinson band roadie, Mr. Johnny Della. Um, we hope you enjoyed the first part. We certainly had a great time uh, recording the whole episode. And now it's time uh, for the conclusion of that discussion with the second part of the classic rock discussion featuring Mr. Johnny Della.
1: I've heard a thing the other day which I find uh, brilliant, which is the only real vote you have is your money. Mm. Where you put your money is you're making a decision yeah. And you're dictating where the market is going. If you decide to buy a certain band that the media says they're not good, but if thousands of people are buying that band, so that band is going to become popular, they're going to have money, they're going to be able to you know, just stay on the road and do that thing. Yeah. So that's you using democracy in the mm. real sense of the word. It's not like, oh, here's two options for you to choose from. That's not real yeah but when i give you what well, the media would do the same as they do with with politics they're going to give you a few options oh these are the bands we want you to listen to you can choose well you're not actually choosing they're giving you a handful of bands to choose from not the whole spectrum of music when you go out and research and put your money or if you don't have the money put your time into listening to a band that's that's democracy that's, that's you choosing to spend your time or your money or whatever in that band and that kind of music so you're making a choice and if enough people are making that choice regardless of what the rest of the world thinks you're gonna make that thing survive for longer you're gonna make that thing that product that band relevant and if you as the consumer so you have the power over let's put it like that because music is a product In the end of the day as the consumer of that product if you make it survive if you make it last, if you put your money, your time into it, who who can tell? Who can decide what's the the the, the style yeah. of that product? How are you going to name it? Well, you're in yeah. charge of it because you made it happen. So if people who are buying that that kind of stuff, coming to the gigs, or or just sharing the contents about those bands, if they say this is classic rock for me, and then can someone yeah. write an article somewhere saying? Oh, I don't think that's classic. Well, doesn't matter because you don't it come to doesn't. the gigs anyway. You, mm. you you don't you don't buy this. You're not part of this.
2: Ooh. So doesn't but matter
1: how what you think about it.
2: Yeah, because I, I would say you, you're spot on with we want it to work. Yeah. Because it's it's not really about that that double CD that came out. Um, I would say uh, maybe seventy percent of the people that bought it, like like myself, yeah. have got three quarters of the music on it already. I already own that music with the records that I buy Mm. and the CDs and like uh, you're, you're on that album and yeah, yeah, I've, I've, um, well, um, I've, I've got all your, all your stuff. So when you appear on albums like that, I buy it because I want to make this work. And it's not just me that does that. It's, There's a lot of us out there. We want these new bands to come through and thrive and like yourselves, to to carry on, to keep on. Uh, Like the old phrase, rock will never die. And it never will die when there's guys like you out there doing it. But we have to support you in that. So when these CDs come out, we don't need to buy them because we've already got the music. Yeah, but, but people buy
1: because they we do it because they're voting is, for it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's because like you're
2: putting your money it to, to work. Yeah. and it's like, um, and it's a good quality. You're getting quality um, for your money anyway, but it's not something that you desperately need. Yeah. but it's something. Can I ask you a question?
0: When did you first hear the term classic rock in your life, and how did it evolve uh, from when you first heard it? Not I would to where it got to now.
2: Probably in the nineties, I would think. There you go, because could you, you couldn't call could you the add, Who classic in the yeah, classic <laughs> rock magazine. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then classic, was that the first
0: you heard it though? Classic I rock always, magazine.
2: Yeah, it would be because I used to buy that religiously every
0: every week when it was out, uh, and it's um, it's interesting you say the nineties. Sorry, I just want to say something? I think
2: it, it was possibly it was the eighties because I used to read Sounds. Because there was always a thing of, like, Melody Maker or Sounds or the Enemy. Yeah. And it was always, like, the rock, the proper rock stuff was always in Sounds. And yeah. when I'd meet someone that would buy, oh, you buy Sounds as well? Because that was always the, the the one that no one wanted. It okay. was always the Melody Maker and the Enemy. Right. But it was like, oh, you get Sounds because they did all the rock, the proper rock stuff. And then from there, you've got the, the writers that went on to form Kerrang! But then from Kerrang!, um it is then evolved into classic rock, which I think was probably late, maybe early nineties, something oh, like that. And okay. I used to buy all of those magazines. But then that started to evolve because they couldn't keep writing about the same can't keep writing about ACDC
0: every mm. every week. So, what, so that's where the evolving uh, came in so, is
2: oh, oh I see, yeah. Then it's like, well we don't want this to die, but otherwise like, otherwise so classic would mean old. Yeah. That's what it is. So all it is to me... <laughs> if it's not old enough, it's classic not classic. Is a, you're playing music in the style of those old classic bands from back in the day. Let's just, let's uh, just add a,
1: a letter to classic and turn it into classical. If you're playing... If you're writing a song on the violin today, no, no one would buy it. No, no. It's too old fashioned. It's, it's like too classical. classical. Nah, but exactly. I just say, like, if you're playing classical music today, I mean, if you're playing the violin, playing a cello, or whatever, and you're playing an orchestra, and if you're only playing songs that were written two weeks ago, is it still classical music? It's classical because it's a style in itself. It's yeah. what the orchestra is all about. So classical and classic, you can kind of relate them in that sense. So if you're playing loud rock and roll, distorted guitars, as Lars said, if it's if you're analyzing the musical side of it, and you think that is what, what defines classic rock, you can call it classic rock. In the end of the day, I believe people need to label stuff in order to just make it easier to communicate. It's all about communication. You can just listen to a good album. And if it's a good album, I don't care if it was recorded yesterday or or a a thousand years ago. I don't care. If it's good, it's good. But uh, sometimes you just need, you know, how does it sound like? We try to describe sounds, attitude, uh, 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 visuals with words. Words are not good enough. So it's it's just you try to get as close as possible to something. If you said you just just listen to a, a new band... And you can't quite explain. You could come to me and say, "Oh, it sounds like Sabbath and Zeppelin and a bit of the Beatles and a bit of Queen." Just say classic rock. Okay, I get it. Yeah, that's
0: that's, what what we that's need why to we do. use the word. It doesn't for. mean it's it funny. Be classic. It doesn't have to be controversial. Yeah, you know. Interestingly, so we've now discussed and defined our own versions of classic rock. Yeah. What I did in the lead up to the show is I actually did some research on where the term first came from and what it was used for um, and you were right mm. it was originally used to categorize things so what happened is that it, classic rock was a radio format um the mainly featured music from the mid 60s so we're talking Beatles, the stones the who the yardbirds all the way to the mid 80s so this was the this is the t- back then this was the 20 year gap that they were kind of I don't know if they were, or maybe they were calling it classic rock because they were talking about stuff from the 60s. But the term was first coined in 1986 um, when it was, like I said, a radio format. And it was to try and get the older listeners of the people who liked the music from the 60s to tune back in and fall back in love with that Mm -hmm. music. Um, It was, I read this. Uh, classic rock was an effort to canonise, classify and commodify rock music for audiences living in a post baby boomer economy. They're appealing to the 40 to 60 year olds who enjoyed the Beatles, the Who and the Stones back in the 60s, as well as the guys who liked Queen and Zeppelin in the 70s, as well as the guys who liked ACDC and Judas Priest in the 80s. It's the classic thing because it spans a long time. Which is what I you see. were saying, yeah. but they're still trying to identify a particular audience. Um, in the 1980s, they were targeting the 25 to 35 year olds because those were the ones who, when the kids were when they were kids, they were listening to the Beatles and Zeppelin. I see. Then in the 90s, they were targeting the same age range, the 25 to the 30s. Then, interestingly, in the 2000s, classic rock was targeting the 35 to the 45 year olds and in the 20 in 2014 classic rock targeted the 45 to the 55 year olds so what we are so obviously seeing is one group of people being targeted as yeah. fans of classic rock
1: well, which
0: from the from the from the stuff that i found would suggest that currently were 40 to 60 year olds isn't it, who isn't were it who the, were around when those bands were at their peak in their heyday doesn't it make um
1: the, the, the definition of classic so broad that uh it, it becomes pretty much pointless to
0: debate Yes, I you know, agree. Because I is, started, because yeah. for
1: different gen we are talking about three generations, we mm-hmm. got three definitions of what classic rock is, but we don't disagree with each other
0: in, in this it's like well, and, and I've just told you that the term was first used in nineteen eighty six. And the band who I thought were classic rock came, you know, Guns N' Roses came four years after.
1: So it's not, it can't be a classic. <laughs> exactly, no, no, yeah. depend, it depends how, exactly. on how old you are, does it? Yeah. Or, whatever. Uh, but yeah, talking about uh, definitions and so, I think it's, it's time for uh, the first segment of today's show. And uh, we're talking about the controversy of, you know, uh, uh, defining stuff and naming stuff, who's right, who's wrong about it. And uh, this is personally my. I have a kind of a, 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 a mixed feeling about this segment because it's my, my favorite, but I'm also uh, not comfortable to to entirely uh, endorse. This segment, you know, just say so. This is a little to, breakaway segment. So that's uh, uh Lars is gonna say whatever he thinks about because Lars, uh, the thing is, he, he's a good boy, he's wearing a nice hat, you know, everyone likes him, everyone likes Lars. He can say whatever and get away with it. I think I could because say I back this.
0: up my opinions with musical knowledge because or... people
1: like you. I uh, say you can just get away with it. I'm not quite sure if I could get away with the stuff you say, so it's really important. I think Johnny is gonna, I don't know what Lars is gonna say because unlike him i don't do any preparation for the show so i have no idea what the topic's all about and uh, know i don't know what he's going to say but i i need to make a disclaimer now so this, uh, if johnny wants to join me so i'm yeah. going to add your name to the disclaimer well so,
2: yeah these are not necessarily the views of johnny and felipe this is solely I don't think down will to be. so
1: that's our <laughs> official disclaimer for today's uh segment so ladies and gentlemen las unleashed
0: So in this week's segment of Laz Unleashed, uh, I'm keeping it very relevant to the topic. This will be controversial because I support what's going on. So I will say that new wave of classic rock can't be a genre. I don't think that we can categorise bands into that. I like the idea of saying that, hopefully is doing his weekly walkout. Do you
1: disagree with me that much? No, I just don't want to be associated to your opinion. You can <laughs> so it's just opinion. me and the show.
0: I, no, no, I actually agree with you. It's think, not a genre. No, it can't be, because we've just sat for brilliant. an hour and said about how we can classify every other band to be considered classic rock. Yeah. You both made a case for Pink Floyd being classic rock. I've made a case for Guns N' Roses being classic rock. The, 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 the actual term classic rock, and the people who coined it, have made a case that... The Yardbirds and the Beatles and the Animals of classic rock. Mm. So how can we say, just because there is a bunch of bands, again, when I hear classic rock, I think Kiss, ACDC, Whitesnake, Foreigner, Def Leppard. If that's, let's just take my opinion. Let's just say that my opinion is right. If everyone who hears classic rock thinks of those bands and they're now putting that, personality onto another set of bands 30, 40 years later, then is it not like you're almost shoehorning them a bit? You're saying, okay, well you have to keep writing like this. You have to write like these bands. You have to sound like these bands because that's what we all identify as classic rock. But, I would just rather a new genre. What, what can we call it? Modern rock. I don't care. Millennial rock, whatever. Yeah. I just don't like new wave of classic rock, but I yeah. want to say, you know, cause I do share this podcast on that page um, this is uh, this is all true, and this isn't me trying to dig, you know get out of my hole that I've dug. What these guys have done for the community and for the bands is incredible. Okay. It's a bunch of five or six guys, as you mentioned yeah. earlier, who have come together, brought about twenty to twenty five thousand people close together, who all have these interests in this band. And what they've done is they've elevated it to well. the next level, and they've made these bands so much more relevant because they've included them in part of the community. Really? So Matt, sorry man, just a massive well done and congratulations and thank you to the guys at new wave of classic rock. Cause they're doing a lot for the rock music in Britain mm. in the last few years, but I don't like new wave of classic rock as a genre and that's las unleashed.
1: Even if you say it's not a genre, um, it's still a community. So that's what yeah. matters. You know, we're talking about all of this and um, rock music, uh, uh, you know, connects people. And I said, I've said that before, and I'll insist on this. Rock and roll is a good excuse to get people together, like-minded yeah. people who want to, you know, mm. f- you know, have a good time together. And it's, as Johnny said, as a family, uh, it's a bunch of people who pretty much think in the same way and would enjoy being together for a couple of hours on a weekend and have fun. Yeah, you know, go see a gig, yes, go see a gig. So the new wave of classic rock for me is more the community. than a music genre in a certain way but if they if they didn't name it new wave of classic rock how are you going to reach out to people who like classic rock do you know you say like well we listen to these new bands we won't support them Uh, again what are they well they you know they kind of this kind of... You would spend so much time trying to explain yeah. what that is. So I isn't understand what you mean. So I can agree it's with just, that, yeah. It's, it's practical, you know, and it's effective to just say that's classic rock.
2: Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is that they could actually break it down even further and have... I mean, the new wave of classic rock comes... It derives, really, from the, the new album, new wave of British heavy metal. Yeah. And, that's, and it was quite catchy. You know, it's like, oh, that, that's, that really was taking bands that were heavy metal at the time. So they've, they've taken that label as such and just just to give these bands somewhere to live. Yeah. But you could break that down further, really, because there's bands like Heath Phil, uh, Godsticks, uh, even Empire. They would fall into the sort of the prog world. Yeah. They're prog bands. So... It, Really, it's funny that you
1: say that because I think Empire has loads of um yeah, well, heavy
2: field, rock to it. Are a band that uh I mean, they're they're really so close to like Stephen Wilson type music. Really? Uh Porcupine Tree. Honestly, their their new album it's, it, it's just it's it's not like the traditional um classic rock. It's more it's prog. It's heavy prog. And so you could break it down further. And then within those groups, you would then have, like, well, this is, they are, in fact, new wave of prog rock. Mm. Mm. So, and then, of course, you've got others that might be, like, new wave of um, punk rock. Yeah. So it's like, hang on a minute, because we're now breaking off into all these bands that are these 42 bands, a lot of them have got different styles. Mm. And it's like... um, we can't give them all their own label, so let's just put them all in as one. Yeah. yeah. So that you can identify that they're not all the same, but they are all got the same spirit. Yeah. They're all from this kind of. They, they hark back to that era yeah. that we all love, but also we can identify that they are rock.
1: Do yeah. you know one thing I find common about? Yeah, see. you know. What I find in common about those guys, more than the the need to associate yourself to some sounds from the past, is the necessity of not being associated with more than music as it is. It's like we it's not it's, it's pretty much like saying, well, yeah, lots of people are doing the exact same thing today. We just don't want to go down that road. We want to do something for us is more meaningful.
2: Doing
0: that they than,
1: love. yeah you I, I'm gonna do what I love regardless of this being contemporary enough or commercial enough or or being like suitable for any sort of modern music uh, label yeah. so basically if you're doing what you want to do and for some people that reminds them of what Pink Floyd was mm. so they're gonna call you a classic.
0: Yeah, and yeah. what's the
1: problem with that? I think It's actually, you know, I take it as a compliment yeah. if someone says, "Oh, you guys are, you know, what you guys are doing is classic rock." Uh, some people say it's blues rock. I, 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 I take all of that as compliment.
2: Yeah, but because it's all really good. Yeah, because I mean, blues is another example that yeah. it is. What's classic blues rock? I mean, you go <laughs> back to, I mean, see, you could break it down even further to like to well, you go all the way back to Muddy Waters and to, 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 but. but but then you could go back and say, Well, like Rory Gallagher. Yeah. Uh, but to me that's sort He's of some modern And it's sort of so yeah. where do you draw the line? So you you could break it down even further, but it's like instead of doing that nonsense, because you you just you're going back too far, you're breaking things up too much. Just lop it all in as one. I don't particularly like the, the new wave um I think there could have been better wording, but I think that that just comes from the new album, the new wave yeah. of heavy metal, and it was like, oh yeah, that was catchy then, and that will do for now. I, I like that.
1: I like, and I like the fact that you when you but, when you say new wave, you're but basically saying this belongs to this moment in time. Although I'm calling it classic, it's a new wave. Yeah, it's my something problem. That belongs to my this my in
0: problem time. with the word wave is that if you know a wave from a sea, mm-hmm. a wave comes and then it goes. Yeah. So to me, the word wave yes. signifies temporary. So boss. wave would and clash with classic.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah,
0: I'd like to... I, if if I was to choose the name of the album, I'd call it not the new wave or the new something, I'd call it the next generation of classic rock. Or the new um, breed. breed. The new breed of classic yeah. rock, yeah. new generation of classic rock, next generation of classic rock.
1: Yeah. Um, At the end of the yeah. day, uh, it sounds poetic enough and sounds musical enough to say the new wave of classic but like Johnny
0: said it's been there before in the oh, 80s yeah. the new wave of british heavy metal yeah. the new wave of rock and roll that earache did last year the new wave of british death metal that i saw at the black heart in camden a few weeks ago so the wave yeah. is just a form isn't it it's is just
2: a uh, yeah it, it's an easy uh it, it's now becoming like we're used to it yeah yeah uh, but it, it it yeah it started off
1: what you know? I think one thing we all agree is the, the community is amazing. Like yeah. The fact that mm. that people decided to put that together and they they named, it, they named it the new wave of classic rock and they brought all those bands and all those people together. is really cool. By themselves, uh, they yeah. did it on their own. Mm. That's amazing. I mean, do you feel, like, you,
2: you feel like a big part of it? Because you are, in my eyes, you're a big part of, of that. You're, you're, you're um, one of the, the bands that are doing it. Do you feel a part? I feel of that part community? of the
1: community, like you are part of the community, because there's 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 different levels of association. Let's put it like that. Uh, I I see myself as a big fan of rock music. So, but then if I'm involved in the practical side of it, which is playing music, I think there's there's levels of that. You have you know the artists and the bands um, doing the music, and you have the audience, and you have people in between like you. You are involved with the, the community and with the artists working working for them. So you're kind of building that bridge between uh think about when you're merch, you're literally building the bridge between the artist and the audience and, and connecting them. That's a really cool point to be. And I think us as musicians, I don't know, I think Lars has the same opinion, that we we actually we serve the music more than anything else. I mean, it's like uh, the the artist for me is, is is usually the main songwriter is whoever is you know creating something doing so- something we now we we do participate we do create stuff but I as a drummer myself I see myself someone who's who's working for the art that is being produced and so yeah I work for the community the same way you work for the community so I do. Th- feel like uh, I belong to it or better saying, I want to belong to it because it's really
0: cool. And interestingly, my opinion and my view on it is slightly different. I'm the reason I play with Jack still, you know, I've played with loads of original artists in my career um, and whenever i thought there was a uh, a part in the road where it was never going to go further or that nothing not that nothing was going to change but i didn't see ambition from the artist then i'd have a problem um my issue would be that well where do we go from here how do we proceed how do we make this a success where do we build this how do we build the brand now, the thing that I really enjoy about playing with Jack and playing his music is the music is so different. You've heard the stuff from the new album. Mm. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'll call the new album heavy metal music with a blues rock vocalist with who, who writes songs like Neil Young. I mean, how, how, many, how, how many other bands are you going to compare and put Iron Maiden and Godzilla, Neil Young and the Black Crows with the guitar solos of Slash and Jimmy Page? You know, mm. it's, it's unheard of. I think that his music is so new and so fresh that I, I don't want him to be lumped in with other bands. And that's not a disservice to the other bands because they do their thing very well. I just feel Jack has a unique place because he is unique and because the music he writes is unique. So I, want, I don't want him to be a part of a new wave of classic rock. I want him to be in his own his own genre.
1: but then you, you got yeah. the support of um, any any band can be part of a community and take off into a different direction and go somewhere from there. yeah those guys will still support you. That's the thing. you know you do, if, if you if you started true, yeah. playing events from a certain community and people from outside that world would who would, wouldn't define themselves as classic rock fans decide to to support your music as well, then you're expanding. You're not getting out of something, into something. Mm, You're expanding. You you might say, well, I might be... uh, You might pick an artist who is a heavy rock uh, artist. You can think about scorpions. They're quite heavy, Mm -hmm. but they have some really really nice love ballads. Yeah. And and they those songs can play in any pop radio in the world. Mm. Does that mean they're getting out of the rock community and becoming pop? No. no. That means they are expanding into pop music, into radio friendly kind of stuff. Yeah. So they uh you don't you don't need to belong to just one place and one uh uh category as, yeah, as a that's musician. True. Yeah. And I think that's that's the uh, uh um that's why I don't see a problem with uh, labels like oh, this is what it is, is what it is. Yeah, you can be this and it can be something else. Mm. Like Guns N' Roses can be just a hard rock band for me, but it can be classic for you yeah. because you're younger than me, so they're classic. Yeah. They're not classic for me because I was around when they was starting. I first heard of Guns N' Roses when I was, you know, old enough. To to you know go out and and do my research on the band and listen to them
0: so that that's what it is. Um, I think I think yeah. So I just thinking about what I said and I did not fully answer your question. Going back to what Felipe said, the overwhelming monumental support that you have from this group is second to none, isn't it? I think because it's, it's, so, it's, it's important insane. that you, yeah.
2: you guys are in that group because because the the music you make is. It, it, it needs to be somewhere else because of all the reasons why you said. But it's not just you. There's I uh, look at uh, Empire. They're something a little bit different. I, and, I like uh, Scam. Ether, yeah. Scam are great. Scam. Band. Yeah. I, I
1: need to do my research but, on them. You. Yeah. I haven't listened to enough of them. Exactly.
2: This, so. There's a lot of bands in there that it's like, the reason why it's important that you guys are in, I know it feels like you've probably just lopped in with everybody else. And I'm sure a lot of those other bands are thinking the same. It's like you know, but but our music is so much more different from just the the, the normal. Yeah, th- I'm th- sure th- every artist would think that about yeah. music, wouldn't they? But this being in this community um, is important because it it gets you to more ears. Yes, it's like it'll someone will pick up that CD. And they'll get to your track and think... Oh, and hear it for good. the first time. Yeah, and, it's like, and then it's like, I'll, I'll check the rest of this out. This, this just might be... And you know, even if
0: one person does that, there's that one new fan, well, I, that's I, more I, I, yeah. the ticket sale.
2: I love the
1: fact that uh, I can, even if it's not directly, but I can be associated to to uh, a kind of music that I really like with... I do loads of stuff outside the rock and roll world. We were talking about this uh, yeah. on the journey that I played a soul gig the other day. It was a big <laughs> challenge, but I do that kind of stuff. And I do loads of stuff that I, I I love music and I love playing drums. I could be talking about Marvin Gaye instead of talking about rock and roll as well. Uh, I could be talking about about John Coltrane. I, lo- I love music, but, um, but rock feels like home to me. So the yeah. fact that I can be out and about doing my work, serving, uh, you know, the a artists yeah. as, as a musician for different uh, genres. That's really cool for me. But the fact that the main thing I'm doing as a musician is associated to classic. It's like, wow, what you do is classic rock. So well, I take that as a yeah. big compliment. compliment. You're not only, yeah.
0: you're, you're not only serving. Did you have the word you used? Yeah, you're serving, not only yeah. serving the artist. You're not only serving Jack. You're serving the this community. community. Yep. By doing what you're doing, so inadvertently, you are, like you said, a part of this journey.
1: And ev- everyone who's in the core of the group is doing that because they're feeding the community, yeah, with, with new music, with festivals, and what Johnny does, you know, with the merch and with the, the you know, helping the bands out. This is really, really important. The fact that we, we have this, so in the end of the day, um, I don't think people are that interested in clashing about what the hell is classic rock, but we do we do need to label things in order to categorise things, in order to understand things better.
0: And we, even yeah. in
1: order to have an argument about it,
0: you know, we need... We... Well, we live in a time where music can be produced and released at such a rate. I mean, there's there's a band, one of my favourite bands, they're a, I suppose you call them a psych, um, like a psychedelic rock band. They're from Australia. They're called King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. And they, all they do is tour and record And when I say all they do is record, they release three to four albums every year because they go and do a tour of Australia. They record an album, tour Australia, but like three times in a year. (laughs) And they just keep putting these albums out and they're delivering what the fans want. But so my point was that you can get music out at such an alarming rate these days that if you were to count all the rock bands that there were in classic rock's heyday, let's call it the end of the 70s, there are so many more bands now and these bands have released so much more music than what, how many albums did the Beatles do? Nine? I don't know. Or ten? Zeppelin only did six or something, you know, there's a shelf life for some of these bands, but because like I said, the alarming rate you can get music out and get it produced and get it put on a vinyl and oh, put yeah, it out it was, to your public. There's so just so many more bands now that you need, I think, to categorize them. You, know, you, to need, you need because because uh, uh There's just too many.
1: What happens today, you're gonna to Google everything, you're gonna you're gonna, you know, search for stuff. And there's so many things that have been produced since the beginnings of rock too. Yeah. Now since, you know, we're talking about Fats Domino, yeah. Bill Haley and those guys from since the fifties to now. There's so much has been produced. Mm. If you just say oh it's all rock, gosh, uh, how how am I <laughs> how, how can navigate. I possibly navigate through yeah. all of that? Yeah. yeah. How can I how can I find things that I like? So the classic rock uh, uh genre kind of helps you to to go there and say, Okay, I don't think that's classic, but yeah, I understand where you're coming I from. can see so, how you yeah, put this band in the same.
0: It makes yeah. sense.
1: I don't think anyone has just called something classic out of the blue. Oh, exactly. I think that's classic. Yeah. Kind of There's a reason why people say that.
0: Cool. Well, I think that nicely um, summarizes what's been a good hour of chatting about what we think classic rock is and our opinions on the new wave of classic rock. Um, so let's end this episode with a couple more segments uh, in the in the um, celebration of what we're doing. We're going to ask uh, Johnny Della. Uh, for one of his top fives. So in this segment, what we're going to do is we are going to ask Johnny for his top five new wave of classic rock bands. Um, so Johnny, if you just want to list them off from your five number two uh, to your one, and tell us why why you think these guys are the ones who are uh, who are carrying the the, the torch yeah. of the new wave of classic rock.
2: Well, I, uh, first of all, I would put you guys in the top five any day. But um, he it means yeah. Jack with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't yeah, know him, Jack suppose, J Hutchinson. Yeah, the you know. so Jack J Hutchinson band—it's it's, got to be in there. So, but so it's going to be like a top six because uh, you guys are, are right in there, like because um, well, you, I just I've been following you for such a long time and it's uh the music has just steadily got better and better and you've progressed from the blues uh rock to to more the stuff that i i prefer yeah like the heavier side of it but um just uh, i've just made a, a list because there are so many bands that i i, I love so at least much. 42 and, yeah <laughs> it's probably even more yeah um that aren't listed on it but um it's uh, it's, it's a tough one. And it, it's like if someone says, oh, what's your favourite record by a, a particular artist? For me, it changes every five minutes. It's like, oh, I love that. And then suddenly the next day, oh, it's something else. But at the moment, the ones that I'm really excited about are uh, at number five, I'm putting in field. They're uh, a prog, uh, a heavy, uh, new prog rock band, but... Um, it, it's hard to to say that they're just prog rock. Um, if, for anyone that knows Stephen Wilson from Porcupine Tree, um, they are quite similar along that line. It's very progressive stuff, but also very heavy. And it's very accessible music as well. I've only just recently seen these guys, um, uh, uh, Love Rocks, and uh, as soon as I saw them, it's, wow, these guys are great. I love them. Um so I've 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 got the record and uh, been playing that non-stop. Uh, number 4 I've put down Oh Empire, my mate's Empire. They um they're another um band um that are just not your standard um as we say classic rock band. They've got there's there's a lot of uh, proggy side to them as well. Um they, they in fact I I did mention to them once that their sound reminds me of a genre that I've never heard of that I've made up myself. I don't think they were too keen on it, but I called them grunge prog because (laughs) they've got a real earthy sound, but they've also got like a a prog feel to them. So I'm really a big fan of um, Empire. Um, Oh, yeah, then Mason Hill at number three. Um I saw them just recently. They're a great young up and coming Scottish band and they really are in the true sense of like a classic, full out rock band. They have got catchy tunes and they just um uh they're just a good um straightforward rock band. Uh they're so good live and the new album is just incredible. Um and then uh, number two, Those Damn Crows. They've just come on from strength to strength. Um, they, they've got two albums out, and uh, they just seem to get, when you see them live, they put so much effort into their shows.
0: Yeah, they're a good live and, band, On not they? Yeah, I've the seen
2: them. chain uh, as a front man. He, he steals it every single time. Um, but the the music is good that they play. They've got great songs and they're great musicians. Um, so I'm putting them at number two because they, they never fail to deliver whenever I've seen them. Well, uh, I don't, drum roll, number one. Use your legs, use your legs. <laughs> 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 uh, number one is <laughs> Massive Waggons. They're um, just... uh they're, they're right at the top of their game now and they're, they're still like a young... Band, but everything they put out is just spot on. It's the music they play; it's so catchy. They, um, uh, they always put a smile on my face, whatever they're singing about. They, they've got a song called like about curry, but it works. Um, it just, and they're a, they're a bunch of lads that they they love what they're doing. They've um, had to quit their day jobs to to put everything they possibly can into making it work and uh f- just for that alone like, i think they deserve to be at number one
0: there we go well it's very similar we're going to tie this into the next segment because it's very similar but i know everyone loves the music so we'll do a quick transition here is this week's episode and i always say episode this week's segment of feed the drummer So as I said, this uh, ties over. Johnny, you you going to take it away? So Johnny well, Johnny's is going gonna to feed, yeah. Johnny's gonna feed Felipe, oh, um, Felipe with a new wave of classic rock band that he feels Felipe should check out and he'll tell you the reasons why. Yeah, well, I was just talking
2: about Massive Waggons
0: and really
2: you need to get into them. They've got, uh, I mean, Alex on the drums is like, he really pounds it out the whole show. It just rocks all the way through. It's, it's never any let, let up with them they just always full on and as i said the the songs that they play aren't your normal just they they do their love songs but they do songs about facebook and that, like about food about just about like yeah. whatever yeah. you think like wouldn't work in a rock world it works though. <laughs> yeah. But isn't that what rock is
1: all about? You just talk about whatever you want rock to
2: talk. Rock and yeah. it's, it's not. Musical freedom. Yeah.
1: Musical freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's come to one of their gigs, Johnny. You know.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the next time I see them is going to be uh, Saturday night. Oh, you're going to see it? Them? Oh, Great.
0: Yeah. What we'll do is. I'm going to ask Johnny for his favourite song from each of those bands and we're going to put it in the playlist. So you're going to see at the oh, bottom wow. of the show notes, uh, there'll be a link to a Spotify playlist where every ah. band we've spoken about today, there'll be one song on from them um, or if we've mentioned a sp- specific song and I'll get Johnny to do his favourite song from each of those five bands and that'll also be in the playlist. Um, but I think that's a great way to finish the episode. Does anyone have anything more to say about Classic Rock? We're in agreement that Classic Rock cannot be defined simply by one band, by one era, by one genre, by one attitude. Um, But it seems we are all in agreement that the new wave of classic rock is a wholly positive thing for the industry and the rock music in Britain at this time.
1: Yeah, I think using the word classic, you want to tell people that whatever's being produced now is really relevant. And if it hasn't been around for long enough it means you still you are calling it classic because you believe it will yes, the test of test. yes you
0: believe art. it does have the capability yeah. and the strength of art to become classic eventually exactly like mm-hmm. so that's so, yeah.
1: that, that's that's an interesting thing anyway. so yeah uh I would say that's really interesting to to have Johnny with us and you added so much to the show i just want to keep doing guys. this episode until like until next one unfortunately
0: we've got a gig we've got a gig gig to go to
1: unfortunately we've got a gig I say that yeah only that we can't
0: we we love gigging um, but yeah I I would just love to talk about this all day especially with a guy like Johnny Um, but Johnny thank you so much for coming on man honestly thank you for having me no no problem it's been brilliant Uh, we've really enjoyed it this is
2: what we do in the car all the time though isn't it but this is what
0: I've told our listeners (laughs) we've spent five years of me and him in the car either with Jack with you with our other musical directors chatting so much about music. And then I told you it was a musical director from our other show who said you guys should start podcasts. And so now here we are. I mean, and thank think, you for thank being you our guests Thank you so guest. much for me on I've no, really
2: enjoyed it. No problem. It. Well, thanks it's for everything you've
0: contributed. To, to it's to been with wicked. You guys. Um, so, thank you guys for joining us on this episode. We hope you've had a good time. Uh, our social media, give us a follow if you can. We are at Long Live RNR Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And you can search the Long Live Rock and Roll Podcast on YouTube and Facebook and get to our accounts. And our website is also available. It's longliverockandroll.buzzsprout.com. And,
1: yeah, I just want to say thanks to everyone who's been following us. Because to be honest, we started this uh, um, really. We just wanted to to have a good time and to share some of our thoughts with people who might like what we what we're talking about. And uh, it's it. I, I'm quite impressed with the 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 amount of people who are downloading the episodes and following us are uh, actually you know starting conversations about this so thanks a lot for your support please let us know what you think about this uh feel free to criticize us feel, feel free to disagree to, to disagree yeah. that's what the show's all criticize about criticize
2: them not me <laughs> not, not johnny no you can't say anything about johnny you're
1: gonna be banned uh but yeah please say uh, whatever you want to say about the show spread the word and thanks a lot for supporting us and uh keep on rocking everyone And as usual, take care
0: and long live rock and roll.